When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey there, guys. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your ears into. There it is. There Pretty go. close. We're going to nail that tagline as soon as we can. We've been going for a couple months, but we'll figure it out. Guys, thank you for joining us again. This is the podcast where we talk about everything, movie, TV show, comic book, whatever you like. Uh, with uh, Mr. DJ over to your right. DJ, yes, say if hi. you look to your right right now, mm-hmm. you can see me. Mm-hmm. And then to your left... Hey, <laughs> this is Dan Casey from Nerdist.com. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. We're going to be talking about a bunch of nerdy stuff, but specifically, I think we're going to talk about Daughter Strange. Daughter Strange. Daughter Strange. Daughter Strange. Daughter Strange. <laughs> Daughter Strange. We'll get to that it. maybe in the sequel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But guys, you can actually check out this podcast on a bunch of different platforms, specifically... Uh, we've got iTunes. Bam. We've got Audioboom. Bam. We've got Stitcher. Bam. We've got Spotify. Wow. And more. And more. There's yeah. a lot more... Mainly you guys stick to those, so yeah, we're going to go ahead yeah, and just push to, to those. those. <laughs> but there are other options you can check out, uh, specifically on our social media accounts. Twitter, that's where we're most active, Only yes. Stupid Answers. Yank the vowels out of stupid. And then we, on Instagram, Only Stupid Answers, we post some pictures about like these podcasts. And on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's fun to do stuff there. But Dan, how you doing? I'm doing well. I can't complain. Yeah. Got up bright and early today. Carpeed this dam. Hell yeah. Very yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it translates to. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I've, I've seen the definition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on this show, we like to talk about what we're into this week. What do you do? Are you, are you reading anything? You see any movies or anything? Uh, I've been really into uh, a show on Netflix oh. called Terrace House. What is it? I've I don't know if you're familiar. That. It's basically the Japanese version of the real world, except mm-hmm. everyone oh is goodness. just incredibly polite. Can you, They're super nice. <laughs> re, tell me the name of the show again. Terrace House. Like oh, a garden terrace. terrace. It. It sounded Not like Terrorist said, House. That's what it sounded <laughs> like. No, that'd be another show. That's mm. like the 24 reboot. There you go. <laughs> uh, what happens when seven people stop being nice and start trying to destroy the West? <laughs> hey. Or just suburbs around Los exactly. Angeles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, Terrace House, uh, Boys and Girls in the City is the subtitle. It is weirdly calming. Uh, nice because like the biggest like for example the biggest drama recently on the show was when other housemates ate another housemates nice meat that a client <gasps> gave him no way and it destroyed his world i, nice thought, I meat, thought you were huh? gonna say ate the other housemate I'm that like, would be I amazing yeah no it's not it's not like ravenous that would, okay. be, that would also be great uh yeah i don't know why uh it's just something that i've been watching a lot of and it's it's strangely calming it's a very zen quality to i it. feel like mm. there's this like nether region of netflix of foreign shows and shit that I have not gotten sucked into yet, but sounds fascinating. Yeah, it's like, put it on one night if you're like, you know what, I need a quick change of pace. Uh, episodes are like, I think, half an hour, 40 minutes, and nice. you'll be like, because mm. it cuts between the people in the house and a studio full of uh, comedians and actors doing commentary on it. Oh, cool. Man, and the Japanese got it down. The <laughs> weirdest part is, there was an episode where they showed them watching a previous episode with what? all commentary and everything, and I've never seen another reality show where they're like, Hey, why don't we all watch the show that we're on and see how they judgmentally edited us together? Whoa. And it was a scene where like one of them got rejected hard by one of the girls in the house. So it's just okay. like incredibly awkward. <laughs> That's amazing. So is it all subbies? Subtitles? Yeah, it's all it's all subbies. Got Unless it. you're fluent in Japanese, in which case 
Mm, it's normal. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm fin- I just finished Black Mirror. Season I could tell three. when he said I'm watching this new show on Netflix. I saw you get excited. You're like, am I going oh, to talk, talk about Black Mirror? Am I gonna, is there another person that knows the show? <laughs> I know. I, I that's on my uh, to do list. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm between that. I'm uh, I got Westworld. I'm dutifully course, yes. watching The Walking Dead. Uh, oh, there you, go. you know, I, I've got I've stuck with it this long, and I also need to know about it for work. Do you, yeah. sa- <laughs> you sound you sound like an abused lover for? The Walking yeah, Dead. I mean, look, I still dig the comic a lot, uh, but the Walking Dead TV show still have a bad taste in my mouth from how they ended season six. Yeah, yeah. I heard a lot about that. I have, I continue to hear nothing but good things about the comic, and but the show is always kind of like. Eh. Everything I hear about it, it's a, like here's the thing: it's not a bad show; it's just not a good show. Got it. And it could be good, but they it seems like they're scared to make certain decisions. Like Game of Thrones, for example, they would have showed you who died in that final episode, season six, let yeah. you stew with it all summer. Yeah. Walking Dead, they're like, and cut to black. Yeah, uh, Game of Thrones would have killed off like three of the cast members exactly. in that moment, and then been like, we're out. <laughs> would have been like, and here's the hold steady. Yeah. I thought it would have been cool if they killed one person, and then he swung the bat for somebody else that you couldn't see. That's, And yes. then you would have had to come back, and you're like, wait, you just said you were only going to kill one of them. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like, mm. kill kill one of them, then I'll, don't even tell them, don't even show them swinging. Opening the next episode, he just kills someone else. Yeah. You're like, what? I thought we were past this. Yeah. I thought we. I coped with it. I had months to yeah. deal with it. I went to therapy, and then what the <laughs> hell? Uh, Robert so Kirk. I, because I don't have people in my life that read the comic and watch the show. Uh-huh. What uh, is different from the comic to the show that makes the comic so still so great? After what is it like 150? It is 60? yeah, over 150 issues. Holy uh, crap! Which is insane for any comic. Yeah, uh, especially considering the amount of times like Marvel resets all of their stuff. <laughs> yeah. To uh, I would say that they're just you know he's able to take his time more. Okay. You can do more uh, in the comic from month to month. He's had the luxury of time. He's been able to build up these characters. Certain characters that died in the comic uh, are still alive on the show. And say what you will about that. I just think he's able to craft a more complex narrative Got it. on the show. Cause he's, or, excuse me, on the comic. Because he's not constrained by budgets or what you can show on TV. Uh, and I'm not just talking about language or gore. I just think that you can do a lot more with that comic and he goes to places that are really fascinating because it explores the idea like what happens after the zombie movie ends like there's still zombies like the world is still in ruins and it's just these people in a movie that will not end trying to like rebuild society it's a really interesting exploration of that in a way that hasn't gotten uh, stale yet got it that's cool that's really cool I took a peek at some of the current issues with I and I just made I brought up the character name one time and people got mad at me so I won't bring it up but I there are like there's like something happening with Negan and another like faction of people uh, and, yes. in the comics and I that faction is really interesting to me like that whole idea that can, like, I, the, can I say the name of the yeah, faction? Go, you go ahead yeah. the whisperers yeah sure. they are a really cool idea yeah. for a zombie po- apocalypse yeah who uh Spoiler alert for the comics. Here it goes. It doesn't really, it's not going to spoil something, but no. like it's something cool to know about. Spoiler alert for the Walking Dead comics. Plug your ears for the next 10 seconds. The Whisperers are these people that wear zombie skins to blend in with zombies. Yeah. And so they walk among people, stabbing them, talking quietly, and they just have like reverted to these base animal instincts. And it's such a fascinating group of villains and I can't wait till we see them on the show in like three seasons and there's so many of them and like there's this one part in the comic I was looking at and you watched a guy skin a zombie and you're like oh this is really fucked yeah. up yeah this is real gross because that is zombie disgusting. used to be a person yeah yeah, right. yeah sure he was eating people yeah but before that he worked at H&R Block yeah. <laughs> 
He's still wearing his uniform. He helped you get your billions back, America. (laughs) That's awesome. I I don't watch Walking Dead one day. I don't want to watch it. Here's the thing: you don't need to watch it. Enough other people in the world have already done that. Mm -hmm. You're not my job. You're not. You're not missing out on much. Like you can pick up the cultural uh, isms of like, stay in the house, Carl. Wow, Daryl. If he dies, we're gonna riot. Yeah. I walk into Hot Topic. <laughs> exactly. There's enough other compelling genre TV shows out there mm-hmm. that are worth your time, like Black Mirror, for example. Yeah. Which I would argue is a much better example of what you can do with genre fiction than The Walking Dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. The budget, I have no idea. I would love to see what budget was set aside for the Black for Black Mirror, because I know Walking Dead, what, it's got like a couple million per episode, mm-hmm. but so did this, and they just seem to do, to take the story in crazier directions. And like, I don't know if they have rules, like how many, how much they can show on screen, because they go all out sometimes, well, and you have to like you leave, and you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I can't go somewhere and make myself feel better. I just have to deal with. What I I've just seen have now. to be alone with yeah. Netflix, being like, "Are you still watching Black Mirror, <laughs> yeah. you dummy?" Like legally, we can't allow you to watch more than two episodes in a day. Yeah, <laughs> <Because> Here, people... <laughs> we're gonna autoplay Ridiculous Six. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god damn you Adam Sandler. Uh but no I'm I've been checking out. I I just finished Black Mirror and I know you, you haven't really checked it out no. yet DJ. Uh have you st- read watched I, any or I've watched I've watched some of the first couple seasons mm-hmm. that were on there before. I haven't watched any of the new season yet. Uh I'm kind I think I'm saving that for Thanksgiving break. Ooh. Uh, I think that'll be a nice like all right, you've waited. Other people at work have already talked about it, so you can just enjoy this as just a person. Just sitting there alone with your turkey leg yeah. looking at Black Mirror like, what? <laughs> uh, the Black Mirror is our screen, and we see ourselves in it. <laughs> We're all the monsters. That's what I learned this week. But it's been awesome. And I, I want to look really quick, because I there were a couple DC runs that came to an end. Not came to an end, but start. Oh, I need to talk about this. Do you read Aftershock comics? Uh, yes. Do you read Animosity? I've not read Animosity. Okay, yet. Is it good. Oh my god, it is amazing. There's only three issues out right now, and I pre-ordered the next two. It's. Uh, I brought it up on this show before, but I will just say it again. It's um all of a sudden around the world at the same time, all animal life gains a con- conscience. Like oh, they wow. are sentient now. They like, and they don't. They're just not sentient. They like. It's as if you were to take a brain of a person in the their 20s and put it into an animal and so like and so like pets love people but everybody like every other animal hates them like hates people but there's like in the and like there's like a weird time jump between issues it doesn't just like happen day to day to day Mm -hmm. it's like now we're six months into this like what the fuck happens like um there's like this one scene where i think it's the mayor of new york is being held at gunpoint by a moose and two squirrels <laughs> and they're holding like shotguns at his face and there's like snipers like pointing at like the animals too and they're like you need to sign over that uh no one can eat meat anymore and like and there has to be if like if you put selective breeding on us we put it on you too wow. and it's like yeah you can't just you can't just keep breeding like we don't have enough room like yeah. we can't eat anymore and like it, the story follows a bloodhound and his girl like his like little girl that yeah. he's raising and like um it's so Interesting. I gotta check this out. It sounds like We Three almost. What's that? We Three is a really great comic. Fantastic comic from Grant Morrison and Frank Whiteley. Sort of about these animals. I believe they were part of some sort of like government program. They basically are in like these giant mech suits. No, cool. They're on a mission. It's like uh, it's like a Homeward Bound, but with mech suits. Yeah, I think the way he described it was Homeward Bound meets Terminator. Yes. It's really it's good. It's very much like that. And it, they've been trying to make it a movie forever. This I, one. Oh, man. I would watch that in a yeah, heartbeat. This is, that sounds more f- fun. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's not? <laughs> okay, because, then what's good? Yeah, then because, we're, because they're, they're supposed to be like, they're, they, they think the very first 
opening sequence is them taking out a terrorist. Yeah, it's they're they're shit. they're they're being it's they're supposed, like to, be, they're supposed it's to make like, soldiers. It's like Watership Down meets Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, we'll shit. keep coming up with these yeah. animal crossover uh-huh. things throughout the. It's like Muppet Babies meets Platoon. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, how does the moose hold a shotgun? Uh, no, no, the squirrels do. The, the squirrels, oh, see, the squirrels put them in the antlers and point them down at them, and they're holding the guns. I'm like, that, that squirrel's gonna be blown back real fast. <laughs> Uh, but, These girls don't know about recoil. Uh-huh. And like, there's this moment where they get like this. The girl and the hound get thrown off a skyscraper by like a bunch of birds because they uh-huh. like hate people. And they land in an apartment where um, like this rich billionaire was keeping a tiger. Oh, and they're like, the tiger is like this woman, and she's killed the owner. And uh-huh. she's like, this basically, I'll just use uh, expletives, even though they don't use it. But like, this motherfucker sold all my cubs, and like, I had to watch him take them away. And so it's like, why would I help them? Uh-huh. And she's like. Uh, then like he starts talking that like the dog was the run to the litter and the girl like helped him mm-hmm. like grow into like a strong animal and like be like proud of himself so he like he like they get in a fight and it's like really fucking cool That's and cool. So, but at the same time you're like this is so depressing what yeah. is happening right now Sam why do you like depressing things because sometimes you're like <sighs> I get it though you want that it makes you feel better about everything else yeah you're, you're like, like alright well my life isn't that bad things aren't that bad no when you think about this like Black Mirror it's like these cell phones are killing people I guess that's not happening in my life right this is not that bad these rats aren't chewing my face off in my sleep what what if the twist was always something that like is in your world like in Black Mirror like oh in this world phones are killing you and guess what you have brain cancer from your phone, you're like, oh. uh, and you're and then you go to the you have a headache and you go to the doctor the next day. You're like, uh, yeah, you have brain cancer. You're like, oh, uh, my mirror, you, you got, got me. me again. I got mirrored again. Yeah. Why do I keep watching it? Damn you, Charlie Booker. There's something special about that show that's ruining my life. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm into this week. Animosity, highly recommend it. Also, are you reading anything Marvel? Uh, yes, I just read. Uh, I'm, this might be a couple weeks old, but I just read the first issue of Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme. Oh no, that's yeah. a new thing. That's oh, a new it's one. New? Okay, mm-hmm. uh, maybe we just got it. I got like the special one that came with like the Marvel Collector's Core box. Oh, cool! And uh, at first, I was like, "Oh, this isn't going to be starring Funkos, is it?" But no, it's Doctor Strange is like depowered, and Merlin is collecting all these Sorcerer Supreme across time to fight a great evil. It's awesome. That's like cool. it, it's everything that I love about like a time traveling team up book with all the weirdness that I've been just vibing on with Doctor Strange. So highly recommended. That's Very awesome. Cool. I'm reading Spider Woman, which at first was kind of like they had a gimmick of like she's pregnant and like she's having a baby. And at first I was like, let's just see. A lot of people are talking about it. I picked it up and I was blown away. It was like it was this awesome perspective that I've never had before of what it means to be like carrying a baby and yeah. like how it like but it hinders you at first, but then you realize it opens a lot of doors. Just your life is different now. But now she's been training this D-less villain to be a hero. The porcupine, if you ever mm-hmm. look at him, you're like, ah, you, you've been in the background yeah. of a bunch of stuff. Like, <laughs> so but, like, you didn't even make it to superior foes of Spider-Man. No, no, no. <laughs> he was in the Thunderbolts during Civil War, the first Civil War. He was nice. like in Tony Stark's one that he made with Baron Zemo. He was there to be killed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's like a hero, and they've, really built him out to be this great father and like he's a babysitter for her baby and like this awesome character and now he kind of is in a lot of shit with the hobgoblin because he's good now and you're like oh things are gonna get bad real fast i don't think i can handle it how will things work out for the porcupine (laughs) find out true believer once again sam likes being depressed yes please (laughs) tell send me all your sadness (laughs) what are you uh you know what i don't know what i've been into this week i did read the oath Doctor Strange, the Oath, which first was time, right? First time, 
heard great things about it when it came out, but did not read it at the time. Uh, I'm doing a video with Jason Inman on his channel that should be coming out next Sunday. Nice. So stay tuned on his channel, Jawin, mm-hmm. um, for more of that. But uh, I read it for that. Brian K. Vaughn, uh, we're a big fan of him yeah. on our show. Marcos Martin, uh, fantastic artist. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's he wrote it. Really oh. good. Yeah, Brian, Brian K. Vaughn wrote, wrote it. Yeah. Oh. It's phenomenal. It's yeah. uh, You see a lot of elements of that in uh, the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. But as a standalone, I'd say it's one of the best introductions to Doctor Strange that you can give someone. It's great because it does, it does so many things that I really enjoy because it, it covers the origin – and, and that's that's my preferred way to deal with those characters' origin. You're already in it; they're already doing their thing, and then it kind of weaves in organically, thematically into what's happening, and then you move on. Yeah, uh, you don't dwell on it. You no. don't spend tw- like twelve pages of exposition. You yeah. just like, oh yeah, and that happened. That, oh, yeah, I remember that. It also mm-hmm. it also goes over uh, his classic foes very briefly in a very organic way, and it also introduces who I've decided is now my favorite Doctor Strange villain, which is the Brigand, who <laughs> I think has only shown up in that comic. And he is the best. Is he like the like assassin type guy? He's yeah. He's yeah. he's a thief. He's just a, a thief, thief that lives yeah. in this world, and he just happens to be really competent and smart at his job. Yeah. So, uh, it, it should I should I say how he gets Doctor Strange? Because it's really cool. It's, I, it's I'm in, okay with. I've read yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, um, I guess spoilers if you haven't read the oath. This is a small one, mm-hmm. but uh, it opens with Doctor Strange having a bullet wound, and he goes to the night nurse to get patched up and they're like you're dr strange how'd you get shot and the brigand took uh knowing he was gonna have to rob dr strange he took the gun that hitler committed suicide with packed it with a silver bullet so he's like there's so much bad mojo in this gun that it doesn't matter what guards you put up it'll just go through it and it's like and that immediately yeah. made me love this character because he it's knows what like he's doing yeah. hitler's haunted gun yeah <laughs> a werewolf bullet and yeah so and it's, cool. it's such a great example of what brian Kavon does really well by taking fantastic situations and grounding them mm-hmm. like the opening scene is in um night nurse's waiting room mm-hmm. with uh with iron fist and aranya i believe is how you yeah. pronounce it mm-hmm. just chilling and talking about the night nurse and it's like i love this yeah it's mm-hmm. just so cool to see like oh yeah this is where they all go to get patched up after they get their butts kicked yeah because mm-hmm. yeah. they get wrecked a yeah. lot of the time you got to go somewhere mm-hmm. and somehow she just magically like fixes them up as quickly as she can mm-hmm. for free right no well yeah. here's the, they, they they talk about insurance i believe she's she gets compensated for yeah her. she's oh, she's a uh, part of uh covered california there you oh, go. Look yeah. at her. Obama. thanks obama thanks obama. <laughs> thanks obama helping our superheroes but i think man yeah i haven't had a lot of time this week i think that's it Aww. i think that's all I've, I've all i've read or been into i get you been watching the superhero shows been watching westworld mm-hmm Damn, they're really good. Westworld, Westworld's good. S- things need to start happening. We need to start resolving we some mysteries. We are approaching a point where they need to start uh, winding up certain storylines or at least giving us more answers because yes. I think people are starting to feel uh, like they're getting losted. Yes, a that is a and I mean perfect that, way to describe it. I loved Lost when it first came out. The first two seasons are just like exquisite television, but then I think that was a time where we weren't used to that kind of storytelling yeah. for the mo- for the most part. Like you know, we there's were Twin more Peaks, there's X Files, but <laughs> yeah. at the same time, this was just like so many compelling mysteries layered on top of each other, and then just not much payoff. Yeah, yeah. Like, should we pay off our mysteries? No, no. Let's give them more yeah. mysteries. They had, <laughs> they had to bring in Brian K. Vaughn to try and fix it. Yeah, and then he was only around. Which season was that? The I last. Think- that's yeah. what I heard, at least. I think yeah. they brought him in towards the out of the middle of the end. I thought, I thought, I thought it was the middle. Then he came in the middle. They're like, "Can you course correct a little bit?" He's like, mm, "Your island's a cork. Gotta go." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm out. Uh, but it was interesting because we talked about Brian K. Vaughn. Uh, Jason and I talked about how Brian K. Vaughn is like a master of the twist ending, mm-hmm. which seems like a perfect skill set for Lost. 
Yeah. Like, because every, in that last page, you're like, damn, you, Brian K. Vaughn, I need to, next issue, right? I know. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, how I, that's how I feel when I read Paper Girls. Yeah. 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 Paper Girls is, is he really working good. on that? Or yeah. yeah it's, he's doing that over at Image. Uh, With Cliff Chang. Yeah. That, the art and the, and the aesthetic in that is just so good. Yeah. I, I, I love Cliff Chang so much from his run on Wonder Woman with Brian Azzarello. Yes. That's my favorite. Is that New 52? Woman. That is New 52. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was like, was that like earlier or was that late era New 52? No, that was the beginning. Okay. Yeah. When they were just yeah. like made it super like Greek mythology based. Yeah. But the Greek mythology acted like a, a mob family. Yeah. And it was perfect. Yeah. But then it had really cool elements like Hades. Head is basically a giant can- like he's got that a, guy a bunch so of cool. candle wax on mm-hmm. it, and uh, Poseidon's a giant sea monster. Mm-hmm. It was it was so creative and fun, and I desperately want them to integrate that stuff into the movies. It probably uh, won't maybe not. Yeah, it probably won't. <laughs> they really got to like. I, maybe I've once got we, some bad news. Yeah. Maybe once we clear World War One, maybe yeah, we'll try. You know Apollo, yeah. yeah, once we get to the fun war, World War Two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did we just go through all the major wars with Wonder Woman? Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman's so depressing. Sam loves wow. it. Oh man, I guys, I can't recommend it enough. <laughs> you need a good tear. Go ahead and watch Wonder Woman. By the way, that trailer came out this week, and I loved it. Yeah. Except for when the themes played, and I was like taken out of it for a second. Yes. Then I was pulled Briefly. back in. It guys, did, the theme didn't work as well this time around as it did in the previous trailer. Mm-hmm. They showed a Comic Con. I do like that theme more than any of the other like leitmotif themes we've heard so far. Here's the thing, Dan. Uh, Go we on. have uh, the office Sam and I work at. We have a coworker that makes a joke out of that song. He like, hates it. Yeah, he hates yeah. it, and he's played it in so many ways with so many different in so many different contexts that now I we can't. He's just that ruined song. it for he's you. Just yeah. ruined. Gotcha. It. And yeah. like as, when I first heard it, I was like pretty good, but now he's played it during like horror shows that we watched, <laughs> yeah. and now it's like fuck, this is awful. Yeah, <laughs> it's so bad now. He just dragged us on with a Sam. We fucked up. Who did? We were so excited about having our guest that we didn't talk about the reviews. Who did? We didn't. Oh. <laughs> Guys, sometimes you write reviews on iTunes for us, and we appreciate it. And we got a couple here right now from Emo Burrito. Yes. Jump on in. That's what it is. How many stars did he give us? He gave us five because he's a beautiful little burrito. And he's right, he, she, whoever this is, wrote, for someone who only has a... Tangential interest. Tangential. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I don't know that word. (laughs) Uh, Interest in superhero stuff. This podcast is really inclusive and a great little dip into in the comic book world. Sam and DJ make everything really easy to understand and follow, even when talking about drawn out storylines and obscure characters. They make everything they talk about interesting, even when I haven't the slightest clue what they're on about, and you can tell how passionate they are. Overall, real fun time. Hey, we also have. Mm-hmm. Uh, worst show ever, not oh, five stars. Oh, I, got, I got fooled. It yeah. got us there. Uh, there are tales of a podcast where superheroes and scary stories roam free. Movies rule the skies and comics, and their followers have a safe place to nerd out. That podcast is only stupid answers. Very true. That's us. Guys, thank you for your reviews on iTunes. Give us those five stars and give us reviews, and we may read them on the show. And thank you for teaching me a new word. (laughs) I have never heard that before. But let's hop into the main topic of the day. Why not? Marvel just released their 14th movie. Wow. (laughs) Doctor Strange. For a second there, I thought you were joking, and then I computer remember, no, this is the 14th movie. Every, Every article I saw was like 14th. I was like, yeah, fuck, that is 14 movies in eight years. And it's just going to get That's more insane. and more and more. And then you have to start counting the TV shows. Are they uh, are, are they including uh, the Incredible Hulk in this as well? Is that, yes. Is that, so, okay. Yeah. So is that, is that 2008 as well? Yeah. 
So wow. it's been it's been at that least that came out the same year as Iron Man. Yeah, you think God so? Damn. Yeah, because remember Robert Downey Jr. shows up in it for a minute. And yeah, it's so weird. You're right. It was everybody was so excited after Iron Man. They're like Hulk was like, man. Hulk was like, yeah, poison, yeah, poison soda blood. Yeah. <laughs> it also came out, and you're like, oh shit, it's in theaters. And then you're like, I'll go see it, and then it's gone. You're like. Fuck, damn it. All right, well, okay. <laughs> Edward Norton, like, there's so much shit you should read about, like, how unhappy he was about that movie, even though I thought he was okay. Yeah, he was yeah. good. Uh. I prefer Mr. Ruffalo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mark uh. Ruffalo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ruffalo? Mark Ruffalo. Even though I heard on set of The Avengers, he kept telling Joss Whedon, like, I like to read those little quotes and shit, and he's yeah. always like, you know, you could fire me at any time. <laughs> he kept saying that to Joss, and he was like, you know, man, just stay. You know, yeah. maybe it'll be fun to be the Hulk in a couple movies, and then you can move on and yeah. do all the other stuff. You gotta you go to be an Arthur movie so people go watch that mm-hmm. oh but but dr strange came out we got benedict cumberbatch yeah yes she will tell edgy for yes learned how to say that name so many correctly. fun names in this yeah. movie mads mickelson mm-hmm. tilda swinton yes so uh benedict wong had two benedicts mm-hmm. starring in one yeah. movie that's a and a his feat. last name is the character that he plays that's Weird. very lucky and he's amazing but how did we all feel about it <laughs> nail that <laughs> feel sentence us. do we want to do a quick spoiler free thoughts first oh, of course before we dive let's, in? let's stay with the spoiler free but then uh so spoiler free thoughts i really enjoyed this movie i loved how weird it got i loved how it added a new dimension to the marvel universe quite literally because after 14 movies you have to do something new to open up a new aspect of this universe which seems like it would be difficult to do but i thought they did so well created sort of this uh the same way that ant-man created its own visual language with playing with size and scope with its action i thought doctor strange did that quite well with its set pieces you have tessellating cityscapes where sorcerers are doing righteous combat you have mc escher inspired uh worlds that are constantly shifting and rotating and then you just have all this like weird acid fried far out steve ditko inspired stuff that is I went afterwards and looked. It's straight out of the panels. Exactly. No, it's specifically the Dark Dimension stuff is directly pulled. Hold mm-hmm. on. Before we get too far, I, I we want to take a moment to appreciate how you describe that movie. Like, Marvel should hire you as a hype man. Like, hey. in this movie, you've got tessellating cityscapes mm-hmm. for the whole... It was impressive. Come on, guys. I, I'm I'm not a shill. I'm for hire. <laughs> uh, uh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, but, I, you know, it's not a perfect movie by mm-hmm. any means. If you have problems with Marvel movies, like... I think the villain, uh, Kaecilius, played by Mads Mikkelsen, is underwritten. I think they sort of wasted an opportunity with him because a lot of it is just bogged down in exposition. Yes. Uh, and, you know, it, it kind of assumes that you're just instantly going to care about Doctor Strange and his relationships. Uh, I think they sort of gloss over certain things and put more emphasis on others. Uh-huh. And I think that the movie suffers because of that. It keeps it from being truly great, but for someone who loves superhero movies and loves Marvel movies in particular, it's a real treat. Mm-hmm. There you go. I agree. There's, I think, I don't know any other way you could really go about explaining all of the things that they did in this movie. I on, I just don't know because I've never really written a screenplay before. I think they handled it the best that they could, but it definitely falls into, this is a Marvel movie. You've seen these, like, pieces before like here's the tragedy here's the origin here's the villain and here's the end where he is the hero arrogant man with weird facial hair is handsome at job then loses something and has to undergo trial to get better at something else i think I think I've seen that before. I yeah. think that was in 2006. Uh, also, yeah. do we have a sky portal? All right, we're good. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. you just need. That it sky wasn't portal. circular. It was. It's like a cloud. It was it like was a cloud. Lenticular. <laughs> yeah. What did you think about the movie? Sam? I loved it. I, I think I said holy shit many times because the visuals in this film were like nothing I've ever. I I was been, I've been talking to people all like week about it. I don't think 
I could imagine what they came up with in that because like they just start like I think they had to be on acid to just design beat by beat like when Doctor Strange is thrown into the multiverse or when like or when he's the Dormammu showdown or like what else happens or like the final fight and everything like that the the ideas behind that are just so out of this world I can't recommend it enough just for that because you will not expect what you're going to see in this movie exactly about 15 minutes in there is a sequence Mm -hmm. that they've referred to in interviews as the magical mystery tour sequence you might have seen some of this in trailers already if you haven't seen the minutes in it maybe it's a little bit later but it feels it's very close to the beginning of the movie yeah first half hour for sure Mm -hmm. yeah and when that happens, I was just, my jaw was agape because yeah. Yeah. I was shocked that they got away with all of that. And yeah. I'm like, this is a major blockbuster. Yeah. This is super weird. Those are dozens of baby hands. Yeah. yeah. I, that was by far my favorite part of the movie. My favorite person in the movie was 100% Tilda Swinton. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought she was the only one that kind of like overcame the writing, like like excelled past it and like made a fully formed character out of it. That you definitely uh, cared about because, like, she could have just been a prop. Oh, yeah. Mm. She definitely had the trickiest tightrope. Amazing. I know there was a lot of controversy around it, but she did a great job. Um, I There were moments in the movie like that. Awesome. Overall, I enjoyed the movie. I did not love it. It mm. was fine. That's fine. Is my, was it, my... it got me excited for the role that Doctor Strange can play and hopefully the kind of places they're willing to go in yeah. Phase 4. Because, you know, uh, origin stories is always, like, a little tricky because you're like, oh, God, we got to set everything up. I just want to see the weirdness without the exposition. I, mm. I, I, that, I think, my, was my major – my major problems were I thought the movie was too expositional. I thought for every, like, amazing sequence, there was, like, 15 minutes of them trying to explain everything. It's like, listen, yeah. guys, Harry Potter is one of the biggest movie franchises in the world. We get it. Magic. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. And I also – environmentally, the magic was really cool. The actual stuff that they were doing was not very ambitious. It I was wanted, in the, it in was the, when, safe. The, when the whole world's moving around them, they're in the center still just slugging each other. Yeah, and it's I like, wanted you had magic. I wanted like, more magic, and I wanted to really hear them say some of the spells out right? loud. And like, no, it's their Wi-Fi password. Yeah, mm-hmm. talk about like the wands of Watum. Like yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch could have gotten away with by the horde host of Hogoth. Yeah, like, yeah. he could have said that out could've. loud. I would have been like. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah. I you know that everybody in the, like at Halloween parties is saying it too. They're like, what does it mean? <laughs> no, no, no. Sherlock but said it was it. it was like for every cool, like crazy mind bending moment, like a lot of the magic was like, I made a whip. Yeah. It's like whips are a thing, man. Like, why don't you make hands out of the ground or like yeah. multiply yourself or like why don't you I turn don't, their legs into snakes? Why can't <laughs> one person be fighting on the ground while the other person's upside down yeah. fighting? Like go cra- look at the other stuff you're doing. Go crazy. But they that- definitely they did have uh, you know what? Here, really quick, would you recommend this movie to people before? Because we're about to get into spoilers, so we can talk in like really in depth. Would you recommend this? Yes, I I would recommend this to pretty much anyone, uh, unless I knew specifically someone did not really care for superhero movies or Marvel movies. Yes. Then I would say, okay, this might not be your cup of tea because it's more of the same in many regards. They do add new stuff, but if that prospect is not enough to get you in the door, there's plenty of other movies to go see. But for ninety nine percent of the population, I'd say definitely go see this and i would even say and i rarely say this go see it in 3d oh yeah imax I, 3d yeah. made it uh it was a crazy i did we did see it 2d which was able to help you ingest some of the crazier things but imax 3d makes you feel like you're a part of it yes. which is yes. awesome yeah. i agree imax 3d was great it's one of the you're right it's one of the few times i recommend it yeah if you're you i would say i would probably recommend it to people like, yeah you'll probably enjoy it yeah, it wouldn't would. be one of those that like you need to go it's like yeah you'll probably enjoy it mm-hmm. i think if you want to see something you've never seen before 
and uh, while at the same time seeing something you've seen before. Mm-hmm. But like, it, I, was, it's a, I think it's like a treat. It's kind of like yeah. candy. The show, yeah. the movie's like candy. It's like trying a new flavor of Pringles. Yeah. <laughs> it's I like, it's not that crazy, but it's like, I eh, would say if you oh. want to see something I guarantee you've never seen before, check out Alejandro Jodorowsky's Holy Mountain. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> or El Topo. El, El, El Topo is one of my favorite movies ever. Is that a flavor of Pringle? It's, yeah, it's, it's pizza delicious. Oh. I found out about El Topo when I found out about the term acid western. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that describes I've never heard that before I'm El learning Topo's so much today two movies in one yeah one movie I enjoy more than the other but overall the experience is still great awesome alright so now let's get into spoilers yes. hopping into it alert here we go Woo! we should have a sign I wish we were like a Radio show. Yeah, we had like a sound Spoiler alert. Alert. There is a way. I actually found out there's a way of hooking up an iPad with a soundboard into that, into our <laughs> little recording device. So maybe we can try that in the Say future. What? Yeah. <laughs> we can have all those Ooh. put in there. There you go. But, our uh, viewership bottoms out immediately. <laughs> hit us what, with your thoughts, DJ. Oh. We're starting with me? Yes. Oh, no. You seem the most angry about it. So hit, fill angry. us with anger. I'm so The things I liked about it. Um, I liked the cast overall. I did like the some of the the what did you call it? the mystery tour? The, the magical, magical mystery, mystery tour? tour? Amazing. Yeah. I the I'm going to be honest with you. The opening had me kind of depressed. I was like, "Is this going to be it?" When mm-hmm. when they when they see themselves like, "If this is going to be it," I'm they didn't I'm, make him enough of a dick. They didn't make him enough of a dick, and she's just oh. making magic fans and throwing them around. Yeah, you're the most powerful wizard in the whole planet, and you make fan. That's it. That's all you got. Yeah, you're... I did see her crush a dude with a building that she folded. <laughs> like on top that was of him. cool. Yeah. She cast him a mental yachted yeah. him. Like that yeah. was tight. But I yeah I agree. I'm like you are like the sorcerer supreme. Yeah, nice reference Do because so... that does happen like yeah. a couple yeah. times in that movie. She's yeah. like bye. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then we got the Magical Mystery Tour, and I was like, I was in. And unfortunately, I never. I don't think there's a sequence that quite lives up to that. Close though is the fight when time is rewinding. The, oh the final Hong Kong cool. set piece, and uh, I like that. I liked how we resolved the final confrontation with Dormammu. That it wasn't like I can punch harder than you. He legit. Like I think this is the only Marvel movie I've seen where legit the good guy outsmarted the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. it was. That was. To me, the most subversive thing the movie did yeah. in that it sort of like flips the script on what you expect from a third act set piece. You still get that awesome action seeing like time being played with. Yeah. But the way they did that I was like, this, this is great. This is why they're superheroes. That's why you read comics. You want yeah. those moments like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I and never would have expected that. He was using an ability that we set up earlier that made sense. Which is beautiful. Like him aging the apple and I liked fixing the book. a lot the idea that they tried to make magic tie to tangible things like when he rewinds stuff it's like a dial yeah yeah. i thought it it's weird because i appreciate that because i like it when you can ground stuff but it also somehow in this movie made it feel smaller and less cool like it made it really yeah it just made it feel like it made it feel like you know when you've got captain america throwing a shield off of walls and shit and like iron man's able to fire a bunch of missiles out of his thing and it's like ooh, dr strange can move this dial and change where he yeah. goes it's uh-huh. like and there's even i think it might have been civil war where there's like a throwaway line about how the shield doesn't obey the laws of physics yeah, yeah throw, <laughs> and you got you got I, it just it just felt like my i guess maybe my expectations of doctor strange is he's one of the most powerful people in the entire marvel universe you do get that from in this, this movie though. it's like i don't think i feel like hulk could kick his ass man no, but true but he definitely stopped a otherworldly demon by just thinking faster than him yeah but that's less to Kinda. do with like I, again i think it just goes back to like if you have magic like be some of that creative creativity we had in the Magical Mystery Tour, I would like to see that more in the actions of the characters. Yeah, and, I thought a lot of it, uh, 
the script was just sort of like the Marvel paint by numbers method. Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, you can play in our sandbox with our toys, but they have to. You have to like make the sandcastle in this shape. Yeah, you can put a little mustache on it. That'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. it, it almost fun? felt like it's it almost joke. felt like a second draft of the script. Like it's not sloppy, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really like. Like I feel like the major theme was him dealing with death and overcoming that, but I feel like that wasn't introduced until Caecilius had his little rant about Dormammu. It's like, oh, is this the theme? Maybe we should have seeded that a little bit earlier in the movie. I don't know. Oh, I got the theme that it was time and that you never have enough and that he is now outside of it. But again, like, where was that? When when did that idea introduce? It wasn't when he was it, being a surgeon. And, it was, though. Well, it was when he covers the watch. That was the first introduction of it. It's that, okay. like, that, that ticking was a construct that was in hindering his job and no. not allowing him to actually work to his fullest potential. So as soon as he covered it, he was working outside of it so he could pull the bullet out and save that man. So That shot? Where they go, you see, and they've done this in these movies before. I think the other other examples actually of Wolverine, where you see the screen, mm-hmm. you see him going in, and then it flips to the to the the monitor where mm-hmm. you see him going in, and then pulling the bullet out, and then it comes back to show the bullet. Uh-huh. It's like that was pretty cool. No, yeah, yeah. the surgery like, was the a hell? lot of fun. What the hell is that guy doing? That he had a bullet lodged in his spine? Yeah, like, right? is that fucking Frank <laughs> Castle like, or something? Yeah. Like, what's going on? But there were like fun little nods in the beginning. Like they, everyone's like, "Oh, War Machine." Like I talked about like this broken spine, experimental armor, and everything. I, I actually asked. Um, Scott Derrickson about that when I interviewed him and uh-huh. it's not War Machine they're talking about in the car because the timeline wouldn't match up in the car in the on the, when he, yeah because mm-hmm. this takes place after Civil War all Marvel movies are sort of taking place in real time unless oh. otherwise specified and uh, you know I asked him about it he said well this is after Civil War so I don't think that would be the case because it does sound like it when on the when he's in the car, he's like going through potential patients, uh, yeah. and you hear about like ah, uh, like thirty-five-year-old Air Force Colonel thoracic spine injury, and I was like immediately, I was like, "That's War Machine." The age yeah. maybe is like a little generous for Don Cheadle, yeah. but uh, I was like, "That that sounds like him," but yeah. is it? No. Uh, but did, Doctor Strange was on the hit list for uh, in Winter Soldier. Yes, but Stephen Strange has been a famous neurosurgeon in the Marvel Universe. For okay. years, I got Doctor you. Strange. Got it. Did not exist until this movie. Got it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. And then there was a fun fan theory I read that when they're listing off the potential patients before he gets hit, uh, there's a woman who got struck by lightning with an experimental implant. Yeah. And somebody said that that was like a fun nod to like Captain Marvel maybe in the future, but I'm like, no, nah, that doesn't make sense. I mean, maybe it does. Maybe we don't know yet. But like, yeah. yeah I mean, to be look, they have the rights to the Kree. They should just do the Kree origin. Yeah. Do they have the rights to the Kree? Or is yeah, that under? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they have rights to the Kree. Like the Chitari are essentially their stand-in for the Kree. Yeah. Uh, but they Chitari were first introduced in the Ultimate Universe, I believe. Were they yeah. stand-ins for the Scrolls? Yeah, they might Scrolls. be stands for the scrolls, uh, but I'm pretty sure they do have rights to the Kree. What about uh, yeah, Kree? Scroll, scrolls are tied up. The word scrolls is tied up, and specifically Super Scroll tied up with Fantastic Four. Damn. Yeah. What about Uatu, the Watcher? I don't know because I would, I would, my brain would melt if the opening of an Avengers: Infinity War is a shot of Uatu. That would be, be like, shit is gonna get real, everybody. <laughs> he takes off a giant like baby mask. Goes, it's me, Stanley. <laughs> I invented Spider Man. <laughs> I would lose my shit yeah like, and also like no one would need to know what this is all it would be is this entity that's watching and you're like oh shit maybe shit's about no. to go really like a lot of people are probably gonna die right now huh? yeah. yeah i don't know but this uh but things in this movie th- wait now that i just thought about it because you guys brought it up is that hand universe like a, just a universe made out of hands i hope so well i mean obviously the baby hand universe it's, yeah. <laughs> it's obviously representing his insecurities he might be in his own mind oh true yeah maybe 
That's yeah. fun. Why was the a butterfly in the uh, in the space? One of oh, my he favorite, wants butterfly effect. Oh, one, yeah. of my, <laughs> one of my favorite sequences in the Oath is Doctor Strange throws away a gun, and as he tosses it, it become it just becomes a bunch of fireflies. Oh. It's like that's the stuff I'm talking about, man. Dude, that stuff. Yeah, I thought that some of the yeah, a lot of it's just like them moving their hands in circles and creating portals with their sling yeah, it's rings. Like, oh man, you know that cool orange thing? It's a shield. Yeah. I, I did really like the introduction of sling rings, though. That's something they created specifically for this movie as yeah. sort of like a focusing tool because then it makes it easier. Like, oh, why don't you just go astral and like go into this universe? Well, you don't have your sling ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, They set up rules because he's like, if you don't have – you kind of need a few rules because if you don't have them, you can just do whatever you want. Yeah. But I did like – you brought this up when we were talking like a week or two ago that the doctor – the Doctor Strange has always been that. He's been a doctor. He comes in when shit's really bad and fixes it. And they even show that throughout this, like, when, like, uh, things are already in, like, happening. And yeah, he yeah. comes in and tries to yeah. fix it as best like, as he can. He's never really been a full-fledged member of the Avengers, for example. He's yeah. fought alongside them, but mm-hmm. he's not, like, he's like, no, I've got bigger stuff to worry about. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, And they even address that in this movie. You're kind of like, well, where were you guys during the last 13 movies? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, you know, the Avengers, how they deal with, like, intergalactic and, like, world-threatening physical threats. We do the same thing, but for supernatural interdimensional things yeah. that you can't see. Yeah, yeah, you know when the Avengers were fighting aliens in New York? Well, we have a giant cosmic devil entity that's always trying to attack yeah. the entire planet and suck it into his universe. So, you know what? Suck it for a minute. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, just fucking calm down, all right? Like, if, even like this, like, uh, all of Hong Kong is basically destroyed, and then he just fixes it. Like, mm-hmm. just by moving his hand, and he yeah. fixes it. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Sorry. Now, what did you guys think about uh, Chibatology IV's uh, portrayal of Baron Mordo? Because he, in the comics, he's a much more like mustache twirling villain. Yeah. 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 I, I enjoyed him. You, I love Chibatology IV. I he was my favorite part of Triple Nine, which came out earlier this mm-hmm. year, which is not a great movie, but he's great in it. Great cast. Yeah, amazing cast. <laughs> um, I. He's very different. But I like the idea. I like the idea of fleshing out what his motives are. It, this is weird. I I usually I feel like this movie could have either decided to be paced differently. Like in my book, I wouldn't have start like start in the middle. Start that he's already at least training to be a yeah. magician, and then seed in the backstory. I I could have used more time understanding his motivation. Baron Mordo's motivation. Oh, Mordo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What about you? I I thought that exactly. It was like a it was a good evolution from the comic book character because in the comics he's just kind of like this cardboard cutout of like Salieri compared to Strange's Mozart Yeah, and here it was interesting it felt like there was more of an actual arc you see him start as this believer in everything the Ancient One is doing and then he gets disillusioned when he finds out that his idols weren't all they were cracked up to be and they're human too and they have their own foibles and problems and you know they you know basically wizard WikiLeaks came out (laughs) and just (laughs) uh, blew up her spot and now he's just like my whole world's in disarray. You know what? If I can't trust anyone with this power, maybe all those people shouldn't have this power. Which and is, it makes sense. He made sense throughout the whole movie, regardless of other like mind-bending things. Like at the, least at the end not, was a little strange. Mordo's never really had that motivation, right? This is that's a that's kind of a new. He, thing it was more this. in in the comics yeah, originally. It was just he felt spurned because he was supposed to be the ancient one's chosen successor, and then she sort of starts turning towards Doctor Strange, and then yeah. he's just like, "Well, I'm going to kill you and take this power," God. and wound up making a pact with Dormammu later on. He's just, always been, Mama, he's just always been a bad dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. screw that guy. What do you think guy. of how Dormammu looked? I liked it. I, I liked it too. Yeah, and I, you definitely can't really nail cosmic world-ending entities great. I, I liked him. He's like a piece of Play-Doh that just kept moving around. I, I didn't love his design. You didn't love I it? I didn't love it. I was just like, you're Dormammu. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. A little more flamehead, right? I wanted yeah, just a yeah. little more flamehead. Like, I like the fact that, because in the comics, he's just lying for some reason. I like in this, it was ripples. Cool. Yeah. Give me a little more it, flame. It, it looked flame. a little too similar to, it was like, <laughs> he looked a little too similar to Thanos and Thanos' design. Like, just yeah. facially like, oh, great, another evil purple-faced guy. Yeah. It felt, I was like, mm, guys, you just, like, make his face, like, flames, and, like, no. you can still have the purple stuff, but... I don't know. I thought I thought that did not really work for me. I hope that if they ever get to do Galactus, they go on full purple body armor, yeah. giant spaceman. I, I want that. And Channing I, Tatum I, as Silver Surfer. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I'd watch that movie. That'd be cool. I don't know if I could have the... I know comic book fans love like arm, like the, like the classic looks for Galactus and other no. characters like that, but if I saw it on screen, I'd be like, I can't. The same I don't reason know. they couldn't really do like the tiara for Scarlet Witch. It would look a little silly. Oh, and no. she also I heard that doesn't want it. <laughs> like yeah. she was like, mm, you can give me the other stuff. She's I don't like, want that. I'll fight in a combat mini dress, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that, that tiara that's one step too far. Yeah. It also is kind of silly. Like you have it frame her face, and she's like, <laughs> the peripherals are off the window now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have explained a... Civil War. What happened there? Exactly. Listen, I couldn't see. Like, I couldn't see <laughs> shit. Can I take this off? Please. Uh, but we got a couple of tweets, people sending us in their thoughts on the movie. We have Tyler uh, Pignator at Ty13R like Spy. Says, awesome movie. I loved it. One of my favorite parts is where the hands are growing on hands. Yeah, we yeah. all agree. Little fractals have little baby hands going out yeah. of baby hands over and Look, over again. If you want to watch the entire Koenigsegg trilogy but don't have time to watch three movies, watch just the first like 30 <laughs> minutes of Doctor Strange. There you mm-hmm. go. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Wright at Brandon Ed Wright. Uh, the special effects were probably the best out of any Marvel movie, which I, we could probably. I'd agree say with that. that's. I'd say that's accurate. They yeah. really went all out for this one. Uh, Priscilla Sanchez at underscore Priscilla PS Marvel and everyone who has who was a part of this movie had fun making it and you can tell how tell by how enjoyable it was a plus oh that's nice, that's no, nice. I think overall <laughs> everyone I think I mean this also has a 90% which is not a big shocker for yeah. these kinds of movies do you compared to like Ant-Man and the other solo movies we've gotten recently how does this stack up for you I think this is one of the strongest origin stories we've gotten since Iron Man, mm-hmm. and I think it really works in that regard. I think it's less exciting because it is the 14th Marvel movie we've gotten. Yeah. So if you're super fans, if you dig this stuff, if you like to live and breathe comics, then it's still awesome because Doctor Strange is a character that I never thought we'd see a movie of. Yeah, is- well, in the 70s. TV yeah, movie. 70s, and then in the 90s with Dr. Mordred, which was going to be a Doctor Strange movie until they lost the rights a couple days before filming. Whoa. Oh, shit. And so they just changed the names of all the characters and rewrote it slightly, but it's definitely Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. That, I want to uh, check that out now. The reason Stan Lee said the 1978 version failed, by the way, is because it aired opposite Roots, which, in its defense, is the highest rated television program of all time. It, well, I mean, so there you go. Yeah. Oops. That's funny. But, uh... You know, after seeing the 78 version, I don't even think a if it hadn't aired against Roots, that would have saved it. <laughs> but it did star Lucille Bluth herself, Jessica Walters, as uh, Morgan Le Fay. Hey. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's crazy that we live in a world that we're getting a big blockbuster Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Like, it, it, I would argue that Doctor Strange is a weirder thing to bring to the big screen than Guardians of the Galaxy. Because yeah. we all understand... Oh, space, rogues, aliens, sure. It's Star Wars, but Marvelized. This is so weird. Like, yes, it's the Marvel Harry Potter, but still, there's like a lot of new age mysticism in there that you don't see elsewhere. And I think that's sort of what puts it on the outskirts of the MCU. Uh, So it's exciting to see that regard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I cannot wait to see what they do with Thor Ragnarok now. Because that post, we had two post credit scenes. One was like, man, okay, well, there's going to be a Doctor Strange too. We know that. Mm-hmm. But then we got the Thor Ragnarok one. and we're So in, a, in that third Hulk movie, which I'm very excited for, we're getting Thor, Loki, Odin, Hulk, and Doctor Strange. In I love movie. that you called it the third Hulk movie. Did I do it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever. I mean, it's yeah. not wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. not wrong. You're not wrong. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. Technically, it is, it is the third. third Hulk movie. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that Eric Bana. Uh, talk nerdy to me at uh, Fipster Hipster, I think is what's going on here. I'm not really sure. Uh, uses the same formula as all the other Marvel movies. If you like the other Marvel movies, you'll like Doctor Strange. I think that's fair. That is definitely fair. Yeah. yeah I mean, Marvel found what works. I am very excited for uh doctor strange 2 yeah yeah now that we've gotten all this out of the way it kind of felt like the pilot for a tv series it felt very pilot like Mm -hmm. like a very long long i (laughs) i hope that the second one if uh scott derrickson see uh robert cargill return to script and direct uh i'd love to see them do a little more stuff with horror i'd love (laughs) to see some of those horror influences coming a little bit more because you get some tastes of that in here um, like some of the things like the baby hands, for example, that yeah. is eminently horrific. It's just like it's disgusting. It's weird. Uh, I would love to see if they brought in someone like Nightmare for oh, the yeah. second Ooh. villain. And you just like go dark and weird with it and not in a bad way like Thor the Dark World. Sorry, Aaron, T- Aaron Alan Taylor. Yeah. Uh, I just think that you can do weird, dark stuff with this like wasn't this originally pitched as supposed to be marvel's horror movie yes yeah that's what i heard at least i think to a certain degree i think it's always meant i think more supernatural than horror yeah because i I remember like watching like the conjuring and while that movie was conjuring 2 and while that movie's rated r really good movie movie, i was it's the uh uh i forgot the family's name the couple oh the warrens the warrens are basically supernatural superheroes in that franchise oh for sure and it's like you could easily make this a doctor strange type deal you know what i mean where you've got the family dealing with something and strange comes or whoever's dealing with something and strange comes in yeah because that's how that's how i for me doctor strange has shares a lot of dna with characters like that or like doctor who where you, you they come into a situation so it was weird with the whole origin thing that it's like i don't know if this is where doctor strange shines yeah you know him coming in like granted it's always fun because normally it's like Spider-Man has a supernatural threat and Doctor Strange comes and you're like, oh, amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be that. You could have like a, like a murder mystery type movie in the next one. That'd and be cool. You could have like with more, they set it up, Mordo's going around and like taking the magic. Yeah, who's like, murdering all the sorcerers? Mm-hmm. What do you think about, that's actually a really good point. Uh, what do you guys think about the fact that it doesn't end with him as the Sorcerer Supreme? I love it. Yeah. I would have been disappointed if it ended with him being the source he supreme. definitely didn't earn it because that <laughs> yeah. he, he didn't earn it uh-huh. it's too neat and tidy as well like yeah. if she had given him she's like if, when they have their conversation in the astral form on the balcony of the hospital and she'd Good be like scene. you're the sorcerer supreme now i would have been like fuck you yeah it's too soon like we see him become a sorcerer but he's not sorcerer supreme yet i think he will earn that at the end of the either third in, movie, but at the end, either at the end of Doctor Strange two, or maybe at some point during Infinity War. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's definitely that's confirmed, right? He's definitely he's one hundred percent in Infinity yeah. War, without so, a doubt. That's and, exciting, man. And I don't know if this is a negative or not. I have Agamotto, it's the Time Stone. Yeah, that's a good point. So is that getting like ripped out of it? I don't know, but like I, I, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. But this movie definitely made me. I don't know. It made me more excited to see him team up. 
maybe more than I'm excited for his sequel. Even though the yeah, sequel will be agreed. cool. I'm excited That's for fair. Infinity War mm. and in four. I did like the shots of like seeing the Sanctum. I love Marvel's New York. That their idea of New York that you could just turn a corner and there's Doctor Strange Sanctum yeah. Sanctorum and then the Avengers Towers over there yeah. and the Daily Bugles. Like I like that environment. So yeah. I love those shots. It's just, it's also just so cool that like the Sanctum Sanctorum is a real place in New York City, 177A Bleecker Street, which was the apartment of two Marvel comics writers and artists in this like 60s where they would just walk around doing acid and thinking up uh, Doctor Strange storyline. That's, That's amazing. So they, cool. If I were Marvel, I would totally buy that property and turn it into like a visiting center or something Oh, like yeah. That. I, I guarantee they've thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got a couple other tweets. Mike Shut at Mike Shut fifteen. So Strange is an arrogant. Wi- well, we'd already talked about this. Is an arrogant wisecracker who needs to be humbled. I haven't seen this in an MCU before. Yeah, it's just like how in Marvel Netflix series we were finally getting a story with Iron Fist about a strong person in New York City who faces adversity. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then I, we have a JD. Yes. This one? Yeah. JD is asking us at J Domo. Marvel likely plans a trilogy. <laughs> uh, what would you want in the future of MC Doctor Strange? And I mean, we brought it up for a sequel. Like, they definitely Mordo would be the the villain, and yeah. it would probably mean a lot to Strange because he was a friend. Like, that was a really interesting choice to make him a friend. Like, yeah. he grew. They both grew together to be better sorcerers. And now it's like, what am I supposed to do with you, man? You're yeah. going around killing everybody. What the fuck? Yeah, as I want that line to be in the movie. Yeah, I want Doctor the, Strange. Hey man, what the fuck, man? What the like, fuck, man? Like what the? Cut some whack ass sorcerer shit. Uh-huh. So if that's the if we say that that's the sequel, what would the third one be? Uh, the third one, I I'm really torn on this because Dormammu is such a good Doctor Strange villain, plays such a strong part. Yeah. I'd almost like to see Clea get introduced in the second yes, one, yeah, please. and then have that payoff in the third one where she like maybe dies to save him or he has to like sacrifice himself to save her yeah. some sort of like payoff with that in Dormammu I'd also I would also be fine if they just went balls to the wall and had him like facing off with Eternity or cool. uh, well, they like, the, the Mesferent's the Living Tribunal yeah they, 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 the Living Tribunal so cool. gets na- like I I want them to see him go weird or even like Shumagoroth like yeah. let's just Wait, get you like, need him right yeah just yeah. get some Lovecraftian eyeball monsters up in here yeah uh, I there was something that was introduced before what was the event that led up to Secret Wars that like the Illuminati were against the oh, incursions the, is that it yeah where, yes. like, the Earth where the realities were like uh, uh, about to like uh, collapse on one another and then the Illuminati had to go blow up planets yeah yeah Real I would, I, that would be great if they built up to like an Illuminati movie. That'd be fun. That'd oh, be amazing. Man. I uh, I was it was interesting watching that because it's like I re- feel like watching Doctor Strange because I feel like you're talking about Clea. I feel like she could have easily filled the Moro role, and yeah. Mortal could have been Caecilius. Like, that could have that genetics wouldn't have. What it, would you have felt better if he was Sorcerer Supreme? If we'd started with him already in training and he'd already been there for years, and this movie was more about him dealing with finally accepting. The role of like he's just, at this point he came and trained and now he's just kind of like refused to leave because this is his safe place yeah. and this is about him like actually overcoming his adversity with the hands and everything as yeah. opposed to just hiding. Is exactly as opposed to like seek, taking refuge from the world. Yeah, I think that would have been more compelling. I also think that uh, making Mads Mikkelsen be Cassilius is just a waste of Mads Mikkelsen. Right. Yeah. Like if, if they he don't was bring Dormammu, him back, that would. Like... Or I would love to see him as like Doctor Doom. Do you know who did mocap for Dormammu? Uh, uh, Brent Benedict, yeah, no. yeah, which is so cool. Yeah. But Cumberbatch, not the other one. Yeah, not, not, not Benedict sorry, Wong. Benedict Wong. Yeah, what did you guys think of Wong? He was great. I know. I don't think you had the. You don't think you were the biggest fan of him, just because you like. Well, yeah. here's what's happened, man. I was reading the oath before, just before I saw it, and I really liked their depiction of Wong. 
and they they have a, it's a tightrope there because they it's the classic relationship where like he straight up refers to Doctor Strange as his master. Yeah, but yeah. you see a genuine love between the two men, and you see how Wong benefits Strange. Mm-hmm. And you could easily explain like there people there there could be people in this school like Wong doesn't have any magic abilities, but he knows more about the world than Strange do, does, and so he's kind of Strange's like guide helper friend companion he's the alfred to strange's batman yeah and it's that in especially in the oath it's that kind of relationship where you're like these two are like they are blood even though they're not related they're like bound by blood they have such a deep love and bond for one another that like you would see them go to the ends of earth and into the earth or the ends of uh, dimensions for one another and in this one he's a librarian I, I did. I liked the if they're going to update him because I understand the optics are not ideal. Yeah. Uh, if they're going to update him, I liked that he was sort of this like keeper of knowledge because he's still helping to educate Strange. Yeah. I didn't love that he's just this like gruff, surly guy. Yeah. Uh, I you know, not necessarily. I don't need to be like cracking jokes, but I don't know. I, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a good update, much better than sort of like the original depictions of Wong. Yeah. But if they could have achieved some. I hope they get to the point where they can get that sort of emotion and pathos that you get in the oath. Yeah, with mm-hmm. those two, Th- that, that would be fun. because you're set up like they're kind of like they're the head of class right now, like everybody else. I did like one reference I really liked is Drum, uh, being the yeah former, Jericho Drum, brother yeah, Voodoo. That's Brother Voodoo's brother, right? Yeah. So now he gets to haunt Brother he, Voodoo. He was the man who was in New York. He New was, York. He was yeah. defending the New York Sanctum. Uh-huh. I really liked Wong just really quick because I, th- I mean, just mainly he had the funniest moments of the movie for me, and yeah. I, I would like to see them both just growing together in the next movie. I think you could come yeah. up with with the relationship that you're speaking about, not the Alfred to Batman, but all but brothers. Yeah. And I think that would be a really fun genuine relationship that I would like to see on screen. Now, I don't know if that's going to lead to any compelling storylines, but, like, no. that would be fun. But I wanted to bring up earlier the four, because uh, I forgot because we started talking about something else, but for sequels, there's something that was in the Illuminati run where they go to a demon market marketplace, and I just hit myself in the face with a microphone, so that's good. But uh, he goes there and, like, deals with, like, selling parts of his soul off to, like, this, like, not the devil, but, like, yeah. a demon so he can get more and more power. And, like, he realized that Doctor Strange is, like, willing to go to any length to, yeah. like, in this movie does a good job of showing, like, he wants to be the top of his game no matter what. Yeah. And, like, maybe see how far that goes. Like, how That's far cool. does he become, like... It's fucked up. It's real cool, though. Do you know any Doctor Strange stories that you'd like to see? Like One that I would love to see, but it can't happen because the rights are tied up, is called Triumph and Torment. It's where Doom, Doctor Doom, reaches out to Doctor Strange, and the two of them team up to journey to hell to retrieve uh, Doom's mother's soul. Oh, cool. yeah. And it's awesome. Uh-huh. Man. It's, just, it's a movie that would be so good. And maybe they can do this with another villain. Yeah. Uh, in the MCU, I'm trying Mordo, to think maybe. who Mordo, perhaps. I don't know. I feel like there's like a another like if they introduced like another villain or something like that. Like, not Zemo, but if like if they'd had if they'd done more with the Red Skull, yeah. and like made Strange have to team up with the Red Skull to do that, that would have been that'd be amazing. insane. That'd been really the, cool. Uh, mm, Did you guys like seeing the question. mindless ones? They were in there at the very end. That's what Kaecilius and all of them turned into. Like, did you see like the the their faces get yes. like blanked over, and they get just a light for an, a face. Oh, that's it. You got those in the MCU now. Is that cool? cool? There you go. There it's you go. A, Here's it's an a Easter nice egg. little Easter yeah. egg in there. Uh-huh. Uh, do you think you're a Marvel guy? You you have you you you're you're in tune with that universe. Do you think we'll ever see Fantastic Four, X Men be a part of the MC? You got the mm. multiverse. Perhaps I would love to see it. I think that. 
it would take another sort of massive box office failure on the on the part of something uh, that Fox does for them to even come to that table. Because as it stands now, they don't need to come and play ball. Yeah. They can do their own stuff with Deadpool, with X-Men, with Wolverine. But since they're going to be losing some of their like big-ticket talent soon, like Hugh Jackman, I think they do need to start thinking about the future. And if that's the case, I'd love to see them play ball with Marvel and like find a way to work it out like Sony did, where you work with Marvel Studios, you still make your own movies through your banner, but you can also let your characters play within the larger universe. Yeah. I think that would benefit everyone in the long run, be better for the longevity and... Uh, vitality of superhero movies because we're at 14 movies in eight years yeah. people are going to as much as i hate to say it people are going to get tired and burnt out on superhero movies eventually yeah. and i think a way to do that is to pull your resources work together to make the best products possible mm-hmm. yeah i agree i mostly want to see it like as cool as it would be i don't know growing up it's this whole situation isn't weird for me because growing up like x x-men and spider-man didn't weren't a part of the Avengers. They weren't yeah. a part of that world. It wasn't until the new Avengers that that was a thing, um, which is kind of the reason why I never cared about the Avengers. Uh, <laughs> and now I'm caring more because it's like Spider-Man. Because those growing up, the Spider-Man, Wolverine, Ghost Rider, Daredevil, like the Defenders are my jam. Like yeah. that's that's for me. That's what Marvel. That's the Marvel stuff that matters to me. Doctor Strange. Um, I but Doctor Doom specifically would be such a boon to the Marvel universe if they could do him right because yeah. he is he is one of the they they can, don't have as many popular villains as DC has. He is imagine, one of the ones. Can you mm. imagine if they had made Mads Mikkelsen Doctor Doom? That's what I'm saying. Like, perfect. That's that what I'm getting at. So good. Too <laughs> perfect. It would have been amazing. Yeah. And so I'd like to see uh, Galactus. You know what I mean? If Watchers tied up into him, get the Watcher in there. The Silver Surfer. You know what I mean? Oh, man. The Fantastic Four's tone would fit well with that world. I'm all I'm saying, Fox. That's all I'm saying. Keep the X Men. Maybe let the Fantastic Four. Yeah. You know what sucks? Okay. So here's thing that might be helpful towards that Deadpool 2's getting like kind of a lot of flack right now because they lost the director they lost Junkie XL they lost the, they're losing shit left and right and that's not good I'll be honest who gives a shit about Junkie XL oh uh, is do he, he for some your, reason he wrote your everyone, favorite Wonder Woman theme I, he did <laughs> he he, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it was Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL on the BVS soundtrack really yeah. and that was his like, jam well, it was my understanding everything with Dead like of everything with Deadpool the soundtrack was not my takeaway I'm like mm, that was a pretty tight soundtrack yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there is like they are they, it looks a little shaky they're a little shaky on other things the only thing that looks like solid right now is old man logan so yeah. and that's kind of what started this conversation back up for me because it's like old man logan logan looks to be wrapping up that universe yeah really well it's like this is a great time to say hey next movie we're in like and especially since avengers infinity war was supposed to be part one and part two mm-hmm. and that's just part one it's like make the next one avengers versus x-men i'm so intrigued as to what Ooh. they're gonna do with that part two and part of me thinks that i was like thinking at first it was like huh how can they set this up in a way that will set up phase four and start phasing out these other people who are probably about ready to get out of their contracts? Yeah. Like, the, uh, you know, Chris Evans. Yeah. Chris he seems Hemsworth. the most excited to get out Chris of Chris Evans is just like, I, dude, I just want to direct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, look, Robert Downey Jr., I'm sure he's... He, he might be around to do cameos, but I think he's pretty done too. Yeah, uh, he's already got all the money. Yeah. There's no more money he can get. There's no more money <laughs> in the world. Like, his Scrooge McDuck vault is like fit to burst yeah <laughs> like i feel like they're going to do something at the end where they wind up resetting the entire marvel timeline uh and just like certain remnants of it are left over like you'll have dr strange you'll have uh captain marvel you'll have black panther spider other people yeah spider-man but mm-hmm. you other folks they'll be gone mm-hmm. yeah. like i think there's some there might there's gonna be a lot of casualties you mean maybe like could we get a kang 
maybe. Oh, man. oh, I don't know. This another Kang one that it's like is or, he a Fantastic or Four or Mephisto? Like yeah, have Mephisto brand new day that shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like you could just roll Mephisto into Dormammu and just yeah. roll with it. Like, I, I also would have loved to see Matt Mikkelsen as Mephisto or Nightmare yeah. or so many other villains. Don't yeah. worry, he's gone. Don't worry, <laughs> don't worry, he's everybody's favorite, Cassilius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know cool. that guy who appeared in seven issues. Remember him, Cassilius? Yeah. Oh, so he is from the comic. I thought they just came he's, up. They no, found a he's, name. He's been in, he's seven issues over. 40 plus years. No. Oh, good for I, you, man. Uh, while we have you, also, do you think we're going to see the TV characters in Infinity War? Specifically the Defenders. You know, I go back and forth on this a lot. And I think no. Don't say that to me. I'm sorry. I, you're supposed to be here to I, bolster my feelings. I'm, and feel I'm hopeful, but I don't want to get myself excited and then be like, well, I'm disappointed. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm hoping it's just going to be a special surprise. Uh, like maybe we'll see like flashes of them because yeah. there's already supposed to be what like 60 characters in that movie Something based on like what that. we've heard. Jesus Christ! Uh, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I would be surprised to see them. It would be nice, but I think it's. It, I don't know. I don't think they can fit them in. I yeah. feel like that uh, if we do, it'll just be like them reacting. It's like, oh, why is the world on fire? Did, did some per- <laughs> did did Space Brolin get all the Moncala beads that he needs? <laughs> I think you're gonna get exactly what you're saying. Is like there's a global fight, kind of like the Jatari, but just more space portals everywhere. And yeah. then you have them fighting. You have the sh- Agents of Shield fighting. And you're like, you don't know who they are. They're all just kind of normal looking people with Quake yeah. doing some powers. They'll show Ghost Rider for a second, and then they'll show Cloak and Dagger because they're oh. making that freeform yeah. show. Yeah. All, all the Agents of Shield get murdered, and they just cancel the show. There you and go. It's like, what you if know? it's like, well, gosh, we've got this epic battle. Some of us are going to need to go up in space. Like, they split the Avengers. Some of them join the Guardians of the Galaxy and fight in space. Oh, yeah, and some of them too. join the Defenders <laughs> and fight on Earth. And it's just a big, crazy... That would be great. Like, that's the kind of, like, that's what I love about comics. Those yeah. uh, universe-wide events, like Crisis on Infinite Earths, the first Civil War. Like, all that stuff where it brings in every aspect. Like, no, no stone left unturned. Yeah. This affects everyone. And then you get those weird, unlikely pairings and yep. those cool moments. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping we'll get something like that. I want to see I'm, them fighting. Daredevil gets Captain America's shield. Uh, Cap gets Daredevil's baton. And they're, yeah. like, swishing around I, and shit. I wish they'd been able to get some of their stuff in line but for Civil War. But you know you're War. not getting that. <laughs> hey, but I can dream, okay? <laughs> because, like, one of the best panels, for example, of the comics that I would want to see on a screen that we didn't get was when Punisher uh, um, burst into the Secret Avengers uh, lair with a bloody Spider-Man being like get me a doctor after like he explodes two of the villains heads in the sewer when they're just like beating Spider-Man to death yeah jeez if we got one from the show do you from TV do you think it'd be like Punisher or Daredevil uh, you get Daredevil if we get Daredevil. one from the show, it'll be Daredevil or maybe maybe Jessica Jones so they can add some more female representation. In That'd there. be nice. Yeah. I root for Luke Cage just because he led the Avengers for crying out loud. Yeah, like, I mean, Luke is, Luke is great. Yeah. Not Iron Fist. <laughs> like, <laughs> Never no. so for some reason in my head, like doesn't matter how good the show is, like, nah, he's it's the like, last Iron on Fist, the get out of here with your damn karate. <laughs> how great would that be if Doctor Strange 2 opens up where he has a waiting room and it's like Iron Fist and one other character just chilling there? That'd be great. I, I can't wait, and I hope we get to see this, is Doctor Strange interact with Spider-Man. Yep. Okay, okay. Uh, there was a picture of Tom Holland on set for Doctor Strange, and I was like, just a little, just a little Maybe nod. they were filming like a little pickup or something for uh, Homecoming. Homecoming okay. or Infinity War, and because that's something they've been doing for. You That'd know, be so they, confusing if Doctor have, Strange shows up in that movie. They have the two. They they do the two post credit things, and it, now yeah. it seems like 
one of them is always a scene from the next movie. It's not so much a its own thing. It's like a part yeah, of the Yeah, one movie. sets up something larger, one sets up something smaller. Yeah. What was Civil Wars? They had Spider-Man doing the thing. And yeah, whatever all... the hell Spider-Man was yeah. doing in yeah. that scene. I don't and know. And you also had uh you also Wakanda. had uh Wakanda with uh yeah. Bucky going on ice again. That's I'm excited for Black Panther. Black Ooh. Panther, what a cast. Yeah. Oh what a God. cast, the director. Everyone almost... everyone in that movie, like Creed was one of the best movies of last year. Yes, agreed. And I'm very excited to see uh, those two team up again. Ryan Coogler, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yep. Uh, and and uh, also just to Chadwick see Wakanda. Yep. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman, he was one of my favorite parts of Civil War. Yeah. yeah. Really great. What of the next Marvel movies, what are you most excited about? Mm. Oh, definitely Black Panther. That's uh, And I would like to see what they do with Captain Marvel, but I feel like you'll fall into the same trap that all the other movies do, and it's the same. Well, the you'll good news the with movie. her and Black Panthers, they're showing up in other movies first. Oh, so, oh yeah, because yeah. Captain Marvel shows up in Avengers it's or whatever. Infinity War, yeah, yeah. so maybe yeah. we'll avoid it. Yeah, I th- I, I'm, I, I'm very intrigued by Captain Marvel. I'm a little hesitant because it's another origin story, and yeah. I know people are going to be like, oh, Okay, great. Is great, but uh, Brie Larson is a phenomenal actress. Yeah, I'm very excited to see what she can do as Carol Danvers. But I'm just so hyped on Black Panther. Yeah, the comics they've been putting out for Black Panther are so good right now. He's mm-hmm. such an amazing character. Like he is just this brilliant guy on par, like with Reed Richards and Tony Stark yeah. and Hank Pym in terms of just like geniuses of the Marvel universe. Like yeah. he's one of the people. There's a reason he's part of the Illuminati. Yeah. He's just that good. Yep. So. I don't know. I'm very excited for that. I can't wait to see what they do, like how they render Wakanda. So who knows? Uh, That's me. Probably Black Panther is the one I'm most excited about. But I'm holding out hope for Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. yeah. I love Spider-Man. But is that that technically the MCU, though? Uh, Iron Man's going to be in it. Yeah, I'm counting it. I feel like he's in it now. He's in it to win it. Okay. Yeah, and it's just like I, I know it's not. I went back and watched Ant Man after. Uh, Civil War, and it was one of those like, hey, man, was better in Civil War. Like, mm-hmm. it's a fun movie, but like yeah. going back, it's like he was better in Civil War. So I have a feeling it's going to be the same thing with Spider Man. It's like, oh, he was better in Civil War. Damn. But so I love Spider Man, mm-hmm. and I love that Peter Parker, the way mm-hmm. they've set him up in these movies. And so I'm hoping, like, Sam Raimi's first Spider Man movie is one of my all time first love up. movies. It really does, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Uh, uh, what character, just uh, as we're wrapping this up, what characters or character would you want to see in the like upcoming movies, like the big team ups? What characters? What mm-hmm. weird ones? Somebody we haven't seen or characters we have seen, seen would like to see. Like okay. just one obscure one where people like are now talking about Doctor Strange. They're talking about Black Panther. All right, I got mine. Yeah, Morbius. Yeah, Ooh, Morbius, Morbius the really living cool. vampire. Like we've already established, uh, we've seen everything. We've seen aliens. We've seen assassins. We've yep. seen robots. We've seen magic. Add that in, like mm. add in a freaking vampire, like that could be super cool. Uh, I think that'd be a nice addition to it. Or do something like Mysterio. Ooh, I would love to see Mysterio. Is do you think is Morbius tied up with Spider Man or is he? I think so. Yeah. I think is he. I primarily think of him as a Spider Man. Same villain. here. Um, but I feel like you could do. I feel like you could get them to play ball. Yeah. Um, and who knows? I feel like. Uh, I feel like that Sony is still. Uh, they might not be willing to let some of their villains go because they say what they will. They definitely still want to spin out a Spider-Man universe. Like, yep. we're going to see a Venom movie. We're going to see a Carnage movie. We're going to get, like, a Silver Sable movie. They, yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's yeah. just going to happen because uh, they need franchises, too, even if Marvel is involved. Yeah. Damn. I don't we'll know. Look at that Nightwatch but movie. Everybody's give been me, clamoring for it. Give me Morbius. That's what I want. Yeah. That'd be cool. What are you? 
you not know? Because I know right on the tip of my tongue, and I, I don't care how stupid this is. I want this to show up at the end of Infinity War, Devil Dinosaur, and I want Ooh. I want Moon Girl and Devil, Devil Dinosaur. Dinosaur. That to me, I want that as a Netflix series. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. I don't care. I do not care how stupid it is. But like Thanos is doing a speech, and then a chomp. You got yeah. a dinosaur, yeah. and you're like, wait. And everyone's like, oh, I don't. Uh, <laughs> no one has Cut any to idea. Black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fade to black. I, you know, if I'm being honest, like uh, Moon Knight. Yeah, especially yeah. especially Warren Ellis's Mr. Knight with the suit. I part partially uh, hope that they hold off long enough that I can get my career established. That maybe I can get that call. Like, hey, yeah. man, you want to do Moon Knight? Fuck yeah, I want to do Moon Knight. Would you want to have that build toward like a Midnight Suns type affair? Uh, you know what? Interest. I'd be interested to see if they did. Um, Kind of like since it looks like they're going to spin off Ghost Rider in his own show. Yeah. If they like the Defenders have New York, if the Midnight Suns had LA, and so you Ooh. could have like Ghost Rider, Blade, Moon. Yeah, Knight. I mean, they, look, they're doing Runaways, so why yeah. not? Runaways coming to Hulu. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that'd be. That. I think that'd be. I, I, I'd be. I'd be interested to see if they had that universe. Yeah. Yeah. The, the scarier supernatural universe. Absolutely. I, you know, I had a. I had a. Uh, I was talking. We were talking about one of these shows. I thought it would be cool if they did. An anthology series on Netflix, like the like Sherlock, but an anthology where it's three episodes that are two hours long. Uh-huh. And Doctor Strange is your crypt keeper. Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange opens up like the Darkhold or whatever. And so like one episode's Ghost Rider, one episode's like Werewolf by Night. Uh-huh. The other thing, the <laughs> other one's a Howard the Duck Man Thing team up. I don't know. Point is, <laughs> oh, man point, thing. yeah. Oh, that's so uh, cool. Uh, like. That'd be a great way to to do their your supernatural universe yeah. that they will never do. No. Do you think they'll ever do an animated Spider-Ham movie? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. You know what they should do is a spider because they're doing that animated Spider-Man. They yeah. should have a Spider-Ham short before it. That would be. I cool. love it when movies do. I that. Would, I I miss that. Like just do more do more of that. Like show weird short films beforehand. Mm-hmm. I wish Marvel also did still did the uh, one shots. The one shot things. Oh yeah, they don't do that anymore. The Not last really. one was well, Iron, Iron Man, Man three, Hell yeah. of the King, which was great. It had Sam Rockwell, and I just saw it recently. And I was like, "Oh shit! They got like big, in, they got big names in this." Yeah. And then they opened the door to a bunch of things. You're like, "You're never gonna get to this." Yeah. Let's be real. That, that was a weird one because the other two were like faux pilots. One was like, "Hey, Agent Shields could be a show," and then it was, and then it was Agent Carter, and then this one was like, "Is it just sorry about Mandarin?" Is Justin Hammer behind bars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. It was an apology letter to Mandarin fans. No. Like, yeah, he's out there still. You know, Fandarins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but guys, I think we're wrapping this up. Dan, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you for having me. Do a little plug. Where can they find you out there? Uh, you folks can find my work on Nerdist.com. You can find me online at Osteoferocious on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also find my books, 100 Things Avengers Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die, and 100 Things of Star Wars Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die on Amazon, wherever fine books are sold. Oh, very cool. DJ, you got a little plug? At DJ Talks Trash on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. I just did a video this week talking about why magic matters to the MCU and some of the cooler magical characters which we talked about here. You can find me Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Sam Basher, super easy. I got a special project coming out. I've been teasing on social media that I'm very excited about and you guys should keep your eyes peeled but guys thank you so much for tuning in make sure you go and rate and review this on itunes and all the other platforms like spotify audio boom stitcher stitcher thank you and then follow us on twitter only stupid answers yank out those vowels from stupid Please. uh twitter only stupid answers and facebook only stupid answers we come out every monday so you can listen to it throughout your week and we love you guys tell your friends any last final thoughts Thank you. Thank you. And Dan, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you. you. And now we're going to whisper out of here, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.